Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The COVID-19 reproduction number in the National Capital Region is now down to 1.01 from 1.90 before the implementation of the Enhanced Community Quarantine in late March, according to Okta Research Fellow Dr. Guido David on Wednesday, April 21. David reiterated that when loosening restrictions, the government must keep in mind the primary transmission mode of the virus. The Okta expert said the full effect of the modified enhanced community quarantine will be known by the end of April. However, he pointed out that although trends have improved, hospital capacity for COVID-19 cases will remain full at the moment and the number of hospital admissions that we see for the next few weeks will still be relatively high. Persons who set up community pantries to help those in need do not violate any law as declared by the Integrated Bar of the Philippines. IBP President Domingo Egon Q. Cayosa said, no law is violated when one feeds the hungry and helps the needy survive in this pandemic. The IBP, the nationally recognized organization of lawyers, reacted to reports that community pantry organizers have been red-tagged and harassed by law enforcement officers, particularly the police. President Duterte, through the Department of Interior and Local Government, has said that unless the issue is health protocol, pantry organizers should be left alone. The Commission on Human Rights has condemned the red tagging of the organizers of several community pantries that were set up to help people in need amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. The Public Attorney's Office has declared it will provide legal assistance to pantry organizers who are red tagged or harassed by law enforcement operatives. The Maginawa Community Pantry in Quezon City has inspired others to come up with their own community pantries where people can donate and share their food for those in need. However, Ana Patricia Non, the organizer, posted on Facebook that their volunteers have been forced to stop distributing goods and accepting donations after they were red-tagged. Aside from this, other community pantries also reported similar instances of harassment from law enforcement. The number of affected families by Typhoon Bising in Bicol, Eastern Visayas, and Caraga has increased to over 59,000 or almost 230,000 persons, according to the Department of Social Welfare and Development, Wednesday, April 21. The DSWD's Disaster Response Operations Monitoring and Information Center reported that as of 6 a.m. April 21, 59,098 families or 229,829 persons in the 944 barangays have been affected by Bising. 
The DSWD assured the public Monday, April 19, that its field officers have readied their quick response teams to assist the LGUs in the affected areas. Some areas in northern Luzon have been placed under tropical cyclone wind signals as Typhoon Basing maintained its strength as it moves over the Philippine Sea, the Weather Bureau said on Wednesday. Basing was last spotted 395 Kagarao City, Cagayan, packing maximum sustained winds of 175 kilometers per hour and gusts of up to 215 kph while moving north-northwest at 15 kilometers per hour. Over 3.2 million learners have already registered for school year 2021 to 2022 based on the latest data released by the Department of Education. According to the Early Registration Monitoring Report, as of Tuesday, April 20, a total of 3,227,244 learners from 17 regions nationwide have participated in the ongoing early registration of DepEd for the upcoming school year. Only kindergarten, grade 1, grade 7, and grade 11 are listed in the early registration. The number of new entrants in these grade levels will allow DepEd to make necessary preparations and plans for the coming school year. The early registration started on March 26 and will go on until April 30, 2021. To ensure the safety of both learners, parents, and teachers, DepEd directed field offices to utilize available online platforms and drop boxes in the conduct of remote early registration. Here are the news in and around Metro Manila. Let's watch this report. Mayor Emi Calixto Robiano said Tuesday the number of COVID-19 in Pasay City has gone down. The mayor cited the implementation of enhanced community quarantine and the current modified ECQ in National Capital Region Plus or NCR Plus as a factor in the downtrend. Robiano also mentioned the major role played by their aggressive contact tracing efforts beginning in March in the decline of COVID-19 cases in the city. In the latest update of the Pasay City Epidemiology and Disease Surveillance Unit, on Tuesday, April 20, active cases have further gone down to 369, with 82 tagged as new cases. Robiano said on Sunday that they have seen a drop in the number of COVID-19 cases from three digits to two digits in the past three weeks. Metro Manila mayors expressed their support to community pantries, saying such initiative does not need any special permit for their local government units. Venezuela City Mayor Rex Cachalian on Tuesday assured those who will be setting up community pantries in his city that they will not encounter any trouble as he will back them up. Caloacan Mayor Oka Malapitan said the local government is willing to provide support to anyone leading community pantries to ensure compliance with the health protocols. Mayor Vico Soto said on Tuesday that no permit is needed to open a community pantry in and the young mayor lauded individuals who already opened their own community pantries to help those badly affected by the pandemic. Meanwhile, Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno Dumagoso said good deeds such as the setting up of community pantries need no permit. Dumagoso expressed his gratitude to community pantry organizers, saying that amid the COVID-19 pandemic, they are still helping and offering kindness to their fellow citizens. The local chief executive also said that this act of giving can help inspire the city government's food security program. Now, let's take a look at the latest news in other parts of the country. Here are the details.
The Department of Health in Region 6 assured that no new variant of coronavirus disease exists in the Western Visayas region. DOH 6 Chief of Infectious Disease Cluster Dr. Mary Jane Juanico belied claims that there may be a new COVID-19 variant in the region after there was a sudden spike of cases for the past three weeks. In particular, local officials in Bacolod City and Negros Occidental Province have expressed alarm as it recorded hundreds of new COVID-19 cases on a daily basis. In an online press briefing, Juanico pointed out that the Philippine Genome Center was not able to detect any new COVID-19 variant from the almost 50 specimens sent from various areas of Western Visayas. Despite the absence of new COVID-19 variant, Juanico said that Negros Occidental Province is considered at high risk, while Antica Province, Capiz Province, Iloilo City, and Bacolod City are at moderate risk. The Department of Public Works and Highways on Tuesday, April 20, opened the 61 million pesos worth Notolongan Bridge linking Barangays Magsaysay and Talahiron in the municipality of Kibawe in Bukidnon Province. In a statement, Public Works Secretary Mark Villar said the project situated in Sitio Kikipot has a total length of 134.8 meters funded in three contract phases implemented by DPWH Bukidnon 2nd District Engineering Office. In an interview, Kibawi Mayor Renaldo Rabanes said that the new bridge would make the life of residents easier as this would introduce a boost in social economic activities. With the completion of Natolongan Bridge, Rabanes said it is now safe, convenient, and easier for people to connect between the two villages and link to other trading centers in town. Here are the updates from around the world. Here is that report. A crowd gathered outside the heavily guarded downtown Minneapolis courtroom erupted in cheers when the verdict were announced after ex-cop Derek Chauvin's three-week trial. Chauvin, a white former Minneapolis police officer, was convicted on Tuesday of murdering African-American George Floyd after a racially charged trial that was seen as a pivotal test of police accountability in the United States. A jury deliberated less than 11 hours before finding the 45-year-old Chauvin guilty of all three charges against him, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter. Chauvin faces up to 40 years in prison on the most serious charge. Second-degree murder sentencing will be at a later date. Israel signed Monday an agreement with pharmaceutical giant Pfizer enabling the Jewish state to obtain millions more doses of vaccines according to the government's statement. Nearly 5 million Israelis or over half the population have received two doses of Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine according to statistics published by Israel's health ministry. Israel has since late December undertaken the most rapid per capita vaccination campaign in the world. The requirement to wear a mask in public was lifted on Sunday. Kyrgyzstan is using a poisonous route as a treatment against the coronavirus despite health warnings as the country battles a new wave of infections. The health ministry unveiled the remedy at a news conference, claiming the impoverished country's leader used the herb to cure thousands of sick inmates when he served jail time last year. The label on the bottle is called the Drink Effective Against Coronavirus and Cancer of the Stomach, but warned that drinking the solution without heating it up might result in death. The World Health organization on Thursday criticized the decision to promote the remedy. Now let's find out the latest in entertainment. Let's watch this.
The Korean drama River Where the Moon Rises, starring actress Kim Soo-yoon and actor Na In-woo, aired its 20th and final episode on April 20 after going through a big crisis due to the replacement of one of its main stars. According to Nielsen Korea, the finale of The River Where the Moon Rises got a nationwide rating of 8.3% or 6th place and 6.8% or 9th place among terrestrial TV shows. A report by Sports Chosun stated that the 8.3% rating put the drama in the number one position on its time slot and maintained the top position in the monthly drama ratings from the first episode to the last. On Korean TV channel's KBS Viewers' Rights Center, a petition was filed urging KBS to remove Jisoo from the drama due to bullying allegations. The petition garnered 7,114 signatories. KBS said it recognized the seriousness of the incident involving Jisoo and reviewed plans including canceling the drama. However, it decided otherwise owing to the viewers who love the drama and to the numerous staff, actors, and the production company. The latest from Manila Bulletin Sports section. Let's watch it. Kai Soros' latest journey in his dream of making it to the NBA will take him to Australia after signing with the Adelaide 36ers of the National Basketball League. Soros' camp led by East West Private and 36ers made the announcement Tuesday, April 20 in a move that will give the 7'3 youngster high-level competition before entering the 2022 NBA draft. The signing also came two months since Soros parted ways with Team Ignite of the NBA G League. The 18-year-old is currently undergoing individual training at a training facility in Miami, Florida. Adelaide said the Soto will head down under later this year to prepare for the 2021-2022 NBL season which could start in October depending on the situation surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic. The 36ers currently seat 7th out of the 9 teams in the ongoing 2020-2021 NBL season with a 10-14 record. In today's Tech Talk, Let's find out what new tips or devices our Manila Bulletin Tech News Editor Art Samaniego has in store for us. Let's watch this. With televisions getting smarter and giving us better viewing experience, they are also getting bigger and their image quality is getting higher in definition by the day. Today in Tech Talk, we'll meet one of the newest and largest smart TVs in the market. This is the Divan QUHD04. Its 75-inch screen makes it the largest Divan TV in the market at present. It has an Ultra HD Quantum Dot display that is capable of producing over a billion vibrant colors with 10-bit high dynamic range or HDR. This will give you pictures that are as crisp and vivid as real life. It is as if you're looking at your window. The redesigned slim acoustic enclosure integrated with Dolby Atmos creates a sonic environment that is both powerful and musical. This means it will provide users with unsurpassed audio quality for whatever they fancy watching. It also has the latest operating system which has a simplified interface for easier use and navigation. This operating system actually has a built-in parental control that gives parents the power to lock channels, programs, and even inputs such as HDMI at a period of time. 
this will surely make taking care of your kids a little less stressful. The new operating system also has its own app store where you can download apps that is fully optimized for smart TVs. Now, if you don't feel like watching on your TV, you can turn on the Divan QUHD04 into a digital art frame. On standby mode, you can upload your personal artwork or you can choose from thousands of artworks available. Of course, what is a smart TV without screen casting? With its anytime cast feature, casting your phone screen or any of your devices to the TV is easy and smooth. One thing to remember though, this is currently only available for Android devices. With the stay-at-home order due to the coronavirus pandemic still in full effect, many surely made their televisions their daily companion. Also, because of the pandemic, televisions are now more than just an entertainment device. It has become an essential device at home. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next week for more tech updates. This is Art Samaniego and this is Tech Talk. Be fully informed. And those are the latest news on web today, April 21, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. Or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.